Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. All right, welcome everyone. This is the Week in Italian Startups. Uh, it's live on Clubhouse and we're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, we discuss the weekly uh, news from the uh, Italian startup ecosystem. Um, all right, so Nico, uh, without further ado, let's jump in. It's been uh, a fairly quiet week, as we were saying. Uh, there are a few interesting uh, movements, uh, but uh, you know, not as uh, as extreme as we've seen maybe in other in other scenarios. So that's uh, that's what uh, that's what it is. Yeah, so maybe, maybe it is preparing. It is preparing for a a, a more important Q Q four, but yep. this week mm, it was really quiet. Very quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go. Yeah, let's start. So uh, let's start with some uh, corporate venture capital sort of operation, especially from bank. So Creden Bank uh, essentially have um, a, a corporate VC arm which is actively investing. And one of the very interesting deal that they've closed is uh, Nonam, which is a Seattle-based uh, fintech company working on AI for banking and uh, investment analysis. This is uh, yeah. this is very interesting. Yeah, yeah it's it, it interesting that they they, they went uh, up into Seattle to make the first mm-hmm. investment because this is the first real investment that they complete with the corporate VC fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they announced in April, uh, and the product is interesting because uh, it, from the description from the website of Lunam, uh, it is an AI startup basically uh, trying to extract um, uh, complex information from relationships, from knowledge about companies to guide investors in making more uh, more thorough decisions yep. uh, when yep. deploying capital. So yeah, it, and it seems really to cover a lot of what is happening also in the uh, sort of investment decision making uh, related to AI. So we have some data, we have some big data, we have some AI, plus we have some, uh, some NLP, some uh, natural language, language processing. So uh, it looks like they've been doing like a customized project for different companies. And they've been applying uh, probably like their knowledge of the uh, of the different fintech sector and uh, data extraction and manipulation tools to actually solve relevant problem for investors. So that's uh, I thought that was very 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 interesting. Definitely a, a, a very strong trend, which is uh, which is on the rise for sure. Mm-mm. Yeah, I have to say uh, that this is probably there's a, a strong influence in all these. Um, uh, new strategy by Credem coming mm-hmm. from the chief, chief innovation officer, oh, is wow. Pier Giorgio Grossi, cool. and he, he, he has a background in Ducati, he has a background in uh, IBD, mostly Formula One. So cool. he's a strong. He was very strong on data, nice. uh, and uh, this new uh, idea about this new project, this new program about investing in startups, uh, setting up the corporate VCR is probably. Uh, due to his uh, addition to the group a couple of years back, so beautiful, and, and he's very attentive, uh, sensible to the data part of the of the business. So I expect to see more deals uh, like this one coming from the credit. Beautiful. 
moving on, we have a 3D printing uh, company, which is actually developing not only 3D printing technology, but also different sort of new tech, especially for uh, industries. So uh, three, 3D Next Tech, essentially, they've developed this uh, quick prototyping uh, product which is called the 3D finisher able to develop like very precise smooth and um, very uh, sort of well well crafted uh, prototypes and they have received an investment from uh, CDP venture capital directly uh, yeah like 750k yep. awesome yes this is again, I believe, from the relaunch fund by, by CDP. Okay. Uh, the, I, I know the founders of 3D Next Tech, so the product is quite interesting since the, the finisher, mm -hmm. the first product, is um, addresses a problem with uh, additive manufacturing, in particular the, okay. the, the, the smaller machines, the smaller part, uh, where the final product is very rough on the surface. Uh, and it's more difficult to use in certain uh, more advanced prototyping uh, uh, uses or you know even finished products and with their technology they are able to uh, as you said uh, make the surface of the item very smooth without changing the geometry or uh, the properties of the object actually improving them awesome that's fantastic right um, let's talk about uh, YAG completing a, like a, a raise, uh, actually co-investing with Doorway, which is a crowdfunding Italian platform, on a Swiss startup which is actually planning to expand in Italy and it's called that service Xonect. Very, very interesting concept here. Do you, do you, uh, have you seen the video about this? This is like a, a very cool, uh, a very cool deal, a very cool concept actually. I've never heard of this. Uh, no, actually, new I didn't way of... watch the video. So basically, it's uh, yeah, as you know, it's basically a different way to withdraw money. So they're basically trying to disrupt uh, ATM machine. And what happens is that all the commercial uh, businesses like bars, cafe, uh, news agents, etc., that are, that are part of the product of the program, they uh, are on a map so that people can connect and ask for withdrawing money in those different locations. So you can actually, you know, book 100 euro at your favorite cafe, go there, get the money from them, and at the same time, maybe enjoy a coffee or something like that. And uh, it's, they're like uh, making it very much available on a lot of different businesses. Yeah, and the merchant gets credited from the uh, user bank account directly. Yes, I imagine. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's an easy way to avoid bringing your cash at the end of the day to the bank. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also uh, ATMs. Sometimes ATM is like a pain because it's either high commission because it's not your bank, or it's tough to find and you need to go like around the town to get uh, to get to an ATM. This is a very way to a very interesting way to solve the problem. Um, I don't know if there are probably like, well, there will be probably like some uh, reg regulation and some uh, uh, regulatory implication to that, but uh, that's definitely a very smart way to think about withdrawing money. Never, never even thought about that. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Uh, I, I wonder whether they also have connections in, uh, in knowing uh, the amount of cash that a single merchant has in the shop. 
yeah. in, in order to be able to program and uh, drive the user exactly to the shops that can uh, that are available uh, that have cash available. Yeah, say so. yeah, yeah. Well, okay, interesting. Cool, cool. cool. All right, uh, moving on, uh, let's talk about the M&A of uh, Atida acquiring ePharma. ePharma, I didn't know about them. Uh, it's a very, very, uh, actually is, is, is very popular online pharmacy, which is uh, essentially, essentially one of the first actually selling online uh, medication, non-prescription medication in Italy. And they've been acquired by Atida and Atida is uh, one of the big, uh, uh, players in the online um, um, pharmace pharmaceutical space, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as you know, in Italy, if you don't have a physical pharmacy, you cannot sell online uh, unless you are specifically uh, authorized by the Minister of Health for Health. And uh, according to the website, the pharma was the, the first, as you said, uh, online only pharmacy which was authorized to sell no prescription drugs. Uh, and I believe I read somewhere that they, they, they reached around 20 million euros in, uh, in revenues last year. So it's quite sizable. I, yeah, I think, uh, oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know Atida. I was checking their, uh, their website with, uh, with extra information. Uh, and uh, yeah, they seem like very well positioned in, uh, in Europe in general. So that's, uh, that's really Atida awesome. Atida is a big group. Yes. Yes. But uh, if I'm alone, uh, was. I mean, double digit million euros uh, revenues. Uh -huh. Okay, I see. Yeah, so quite a big one. Very cool. Uh, well, an in interesting operation. Um, well, yeah. they, they, the pharmacy, the pharmacy market is consolidating a lot. I mean, in Italy there are many pharmacies, and uh, historically, uh, with the single owner, you know, that, that you know, solo shop, solo owner. Mm -hmm. And only recently we've seen aggregation and consolidation uh, with Lloyd's pharmacies entering the market and other groups consolidating yeah. on the market. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is nothing new if you look at it from the broader market point of view, but it is interesting by, by Atida, which is a more diversified type of digital health company. So yeah. We'll see. Interesting. Interesting. All right, moving on, uh, Claudia Ping Pingue, which used to run the Polyhub, so the Polytechnic of Milano uh, Innovation Hub, uh, is essentially uh, now head of one of the, well, uh, I would say fund manager of the CDP uh, Venture Capital Technology Transfer Fund. And uh, you mentioned that, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool interview actually that you, you were reporting. And uh, she was explaining exactly how uh, they've been working also together with the European uh, Investment Fund to actually allocate even more money to the ecosystem, basically bridging the gap, the eternal gap between <laughs> European universities and business, which has been going on for, for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, well, there's a good uh, basket of money going in that direction, uh, much stronger than the original uh, it's a tech platform that we talked about quite a few times yeah. uh, and with uh, at least uh, a national a national driver at the helm so claudia is driving this, this program and it's quite clear where she wants to go which was not as clear with the original with the tech so there is more continuation yeah. and more you know a, a longer 
view emerging from the interview. Uh, unfortunately, it is in Italian. So, yeah. uh, we need we need to convince our uh, our press and journalists to make more uh, English interviews. Very interesting. Um, it's good in terms of uh, what they're trying to accomplish and really like pushing and also co-investing with the uh, investment firms actually. So they're not just uh, uh, investing directly in technology transfer, but they also financing some of the funds that we talked about, like a Eureka fund, and uh, probably they're going to do some other operation as well. Mm-hmm. Well, but it, it makes sense if you want to finance uh, technology so early in the in the, the research or in the development phase, uh, you probably have to be able to have a broad a broader reach. Uh, so it makes sense to enable more operators to operate in the, on the markets. Yeah, and also the uh, the aggregators of uh, technology transfer, the ro- robotic one, is the first mm-hmm. one. Announced and there, were, there are probably more being planned. That's not interesting. Very interesting uh, strategy. Awesome. Right. Moving on. Uh, Azimut. Azimut is mm-hmm. on the rise to actually um, making sure that they're really well placed in a lot of different like early stage situation, and uh, they have been announcing the launch of the uh, a fund focused on Middle Eastern Nor- Northern Africa, which is also a very trendy way to to invest right now. I've seen like people working in Northern Africa, and basically they've been like trying to uh, uh, push all the ecosystems that are developing right now in uh, Egypt, uh, Morocco, and other, and of course uh, Eastern. Uh, Middle East in particular, so that's a, that's a very on-point sort of strategy, I would say. Okay, I'm not following that that, that region, so yeah. uh, I, 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 you, you are telling me for the first time this trend, but I, I can see it coming. I mean, uh, I don't know about North, North Africa specifically, but Africa yeah. is a huge continent uh, yeah. with a lot of room to grow, uh, resources. Uh, younger population, so exactly, exactly. We can expect a lot of things come to come up from Africa in the next few years. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Azimut is being like very well uh, positioned in terms of uh, how they're investing. Like we were discussing, there they have like a bunch of different VC fund. So uh, the Ali Crowd, which is done in in collaboration with the Mama Crowd, the uh, Digitech Fund, which is a I think it's done in collaboration with P101, Italia 500, which also is retail. It's the other way. Okay, okay. Italia, Italia 500. 500. Awesome. Yes, with yeah. P101 and P101 is the one. Is the one. Uh, the digital fund is the one uh, uh, investing with Jellyfy. Okay. 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 And... Perfect. Perfect. And so that will be like their fifth one. Uh, so they have four active right now, plus one which is NASDAQ oriented. So it's technology more broadly speaking and not, necessar- not necessarily seed or early stage, but uh, they're definitely, I mean, look, um, they're definitely like having a very, very uh, capillary strategy. So they're not really active only in, in private equity in general, but also some of the uh, major, but definitely like venture capital, firms that are active in Italy, I would say. 
Well, yes, if you think about it, that's what is a, is an asset manager. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, has a, it has a very broad clientele from pure retail to professional, passing yeah. through uh, private uh, private banking, so private private customers, so upper, upper, uh, upper uh, how do you call it? Uh, yeah, so the, uh, like more wealth, pro- uh, yeah, professional uh, investor, wealth managers. Yeah, and so or wealth, just wealthier, just wealthier private people, uh, yep. wealthier customers and so on and so forth. So, I mean, yep. uh, I'm pretty sure that these people have uh, appetite for diversified type of investments and, yep. you know, offering uh, venture capital as a product, well, that's quite diversified in a sense. Yeah. So I can see uh, I can see them um, creating more products that they can uh, place to their customer mm-hmm. base. Awesome. Uh, otherwise, we, we would have a lot of uh, wealthier individuals who would have no access mm-hmm. to this type of uh, financial instruments. So. I agree. I agree. And they and, and they are going to you know. Hey, Abroad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Azimuth is, uh, as we were saying, like not uh, not the cheapest one compared to other uh, U.S. or European funds. But that's a that's a discussion for another time where we dive deep into like the the fund structure of what is happening in Italy. That's uh, that's definitely something Remember we, this, it, we should talk it, about. It is a matter of access. Uh, if you can yes, get yes. into one product, uh, you will be happy to get another one, no matter the price. Exactly, so. exactly, exactly, exactly. Very cool. All supply right. Supply and demand. Supply and demand and uh, marketing. A little bit of marketing too. <laughs> A little bit of marketing. So uh, one last information and then we can close. It's the uh, data center that you were mentioning. So a big uh, real estate SGR called Castello. Uh, you mentioned sold uh, a, a, pre- a, fa- a fairly big lot around Milan for uh, a development for a data center. So that's, yeah, just, uh, I, that's I, an insight. Yeah, I'm just realizing that actually there was a link related to the news and I forgot to add the link here. So I, I, I have to follow up the next week with the, with the link. But basically, uh, the news is that Castello sold this greenfield mm-hmm. uh, located in uh, Costa Melignano, mm-hmm. in the southern part of, of Milan. Yeah. Uh, to, to a specified American buyer, a data mm-hmm. center provider. Uh, and this, uh, this customer planned to build a 60,000 square meters data center in the area, which appears to be one of the biggest in Europe. And wow, that's awesome. I found that quite, quite interesting. Awesome, uh, awesome. Definitely to keep an eye on uh, to who exactly is the buyer and what's going to happen over there. That's really a good pointer. Mm-hmm. But awesome. this is public news here. This is not an insider news, it's just public, but I forgot <laughs> the link. But you but pointed out, you pointed out, I, I missed that. So thanks for that. That's definitely like hyper helpful. All right, Nico, thank you so much for uh, again for this week. Uh, great uh, insight, great news. And thank you very much for joining on Clubhouse. As I was saying, we are live every week on Mondays at 6.30 on Clubhouse. And you can catch all the other issues of the Week in Italian Startup uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. So with that, thank you so much, Nico. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.